When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Twenty-nine home runs for Judge. That leads the majors now with 59 runs batted in. This is BetQL Daily presented by BetMGM with Joe Ostrowski, Joe Giglio, and Aaron Hawksworth from BetQL. Welcome back. BetQL Daily right here on the BetQL Network. Joe Giglio and Cody Decker with you on a Wednesday. We'll get to Kevin Durant. Latest odds of where he's going to land. Today's MLB card. Lots to get to on the show the rest of the way. Uh, Cody, before we dive into the midseason MLB awards, so we gave our um, long shots about 40 minutes ago, but we're going to give in, you know, our awards right now if the season ended. Before we do that, I mean, go ahead. You know, this is your moment here. You were right. That that weird premise to a movie you were talking about that we weren't weird sure Weird premise? Real. You mean universally loved and critically acclaimed masterpiece film It Follows. Thank you, Tristan, on Twitter for pointing it out. And also thank you to Dylan Burns for pointing it out. Yes, this movie is well-regarded and well-received. And now it may not be a ghost STD. I think it should be about an immortal snail. Joe, let's write a script. It Follows... <laughs> That's what we're gonna do next time. We're gonna write a script on the air, back and forth. <laughs> Jake will type it all up, and we'll uh, we'll we'll you'll send it to Hollywood. So it is a real movie, critically acclaimed. And I was reading the Wikipedia here, and the who is this? The the president of the I guess the company that made it said they're looking into a possible sequel to the movie. So. Yes. There's something there. there there's a, yeah. Franchise <laughs> the, power, Joe. That's what that's what immortal snail has franchise power capability we can make series out of this man you know what this might be the way to this might be the way to do it we, we tell our bosses we're leaving odyssey what do you got why what, what's happening we're, we're you know it we're we're writing movies about snails now so no that, that's gonna be a great conversation we sit down with someone like mitch rose and mitch cody why are you leaving mitch let me tell you about immortal snail <laughs> this is we're gonna make a lot of money off of immortal snail <laughs> just trust us on this all right, let's dive into the MLB um, awards. And, and Cody, it's the halfway point of the season. So let's go through on if we had a ballot in front of us, how we would vote right now. I'm, I'm sure a lot of these we're going to see it the same. Maybe we'll have a couple of discrepancies. But mm-hmm. AL MVP, Cody. Um, Aaron Judge, is there any debate here? Is Aaron Judge the MVP? I, I do think there's a chance for Shohei. A ch- Jordan's been great. But and Devers and Ramirez too. I think it's a fun ballad. But I, I would write down Aaron Judge's name right now. I would go with Aaron Judge as well. What he's doing is just off the charts. If he stays healthy, this is his award to lose. The Yankees, you know, are going to have arguably the best record in the American League, barring something astronomical happening. Um, but yeah, the other names you mentioned, Shohei, obviously, what he's been doing this season, along with last season, is just off the charts. Going up, going out, putting eight eight uh, RBI ball games, following it up with a thirteen strikeout masterpiece. Like we're watching something with him that we've never seen before, and it's definitely not out of the realm of possibility that he takes this from Judge. But the name that I really do like and want to stay on is Jordan Alvarez. I mean, seriously, what this guy is doing over there in Houston. 
is off the charts. And you know what I can't stop thinking about is what if the Dodgers didn't trade him over there? What if the Dodgers still had Jordan Alvarez? Can you imagine? I mean, he's having one of the great offensive seasons we've seen in a long time. He's hitting 313, 413 on base. He's leading baseball in slugging, leading baseball in OPS. Uh, he's adjusted OPS is 202, meaning he's, you know, double the average hitter. He's incredible. Right. He he, he kind of reminds yeah. me when I watch him of Carlos Delgado with the plate, a little bit of big pop. Yes. Like he's got That's that. That's a great comp. I, I love him. Um, he's an incredible offensive player. And he's not terrible in the field. Like he's not strictly a DDH. He could play left field. He could play the field mm-hmm. a little bit. So that helps him. He's got a chance. I would vote for Judge right now. But I, I think the AL, like if Judge had a slump or Judge missed a couple weeks with an injury, he could lose this award. Like there's a lot of really good players, like we just mentioned, in the mix. Along you know, with I mentioned Judge. last segment, um, I did mention Devers, how I took him at 14-1 of the preseason. Another mm-hmm. name on this list, and I know you love this guy, Joe. Dude, Jose Ramirez. If the Guardians stay around the top of the AL Central, I wouldn't be surprised if you start seeing some Jose Ramirez MVP talk. And you should. I mean, he carries that team. Uh, he has more walks and strikeouts, which is unheard of in today's game. It's mm-hmm. just like, that doesn't happen. Uh, he's a great player. I-, I love him as well. So judges our vote, but we think there's some interesting names there beyond it. Cody, in the NL, I don't think it's as close. Like right now, I, I think Goldschmidt is by far the MVP. You know, the other guys have had injuries. I know you're a Machado guy, but he did miss mm-hmm. some time, and he hasn't been quite as good the last, you know, three weeks or so around the injury. Uh, Betts missed time with injury. Freddie Freeman's been good, but not great. Trey Turner came on a little bit lately. Acuna's been hurt. I, I, I think Goldschmidt is the MVP. I mean, look at his number. He's number one or number two in every category. He's my MVP right now. This part of the season, 100%. If we're given midseason awards, Paul Goldschmidt is your National League MVP. But I'm still feeling Mookie Betts will win this award at the end of the season. He just got off the IL. You know he's going to have probably about a week, a week and a half of kind of getting back into the swing of things. And then once Mookie goes off and has a hot month again, the way he did in May, man, he's going to be right at the very top of this list. You know the Dodgers are going to have the best record of the National League. They're likely going to win the pennant. They just are. They are that good. And currently, you can currently get his odds slightly, just slightly around a little higher than Trey Turner, who's going to be right up there and guys looking to get paid. Oh, and he will. I mean, he's he's yeah. going to get paid. He's a great player. Uh, you know Steve, Trey Turner once hit me in the back of the head with a baseball bat? On purpose? No, it was an accident. It was a freak accident. But Trey Turner, 100%, in, while in spring training with the San Diego Padres in 2015, he was in the cage during batting practice. We're hitting off a slider machine. Slider comes, bat slips out of his hands. I'm behind the turtle, so I'm, like, well protected. Bat slips out of his hands, wraps around the pole, shoots back towards back uh, behind the turtle, hits me in the back of the head. How much did it hurt? I don't remember. A lot, probably. I'm sure I'm sure it did. I mean, it could have felt I good. Was on, I remember on the, being on the ground <laughs> saying, no way did Trey hit me in the back of the head with a bat, and he did. So you mentioned a few minutes ago, imagine if the Dodgers never traded away Jordan Alvarez. What if the Padres mm-hmm. never traded Tra- Trey Turner? The Padres had him. You want you want some worse names than that? Trey Turner, Max Freed, uh, Corey Kluber. I mean, like, the, the list goes on. The Padres have traded away five all-star teams in the last seven <laughs> years. Adrian Preller is never afraid to make moves. He often gives up a lot, though. Like, he, I mean, he won the Tatis deal, right? He brought Tatis back for James mm-hmm. Shields, which is incredible. But – 
he also has given away a lot of talent over the years. Wait till you see what he lost in the Snell deal. You got no one knows about it yet, but in about a year and a half, everybody's going to see the Rays with 107 wins and going looking at AJ Preller saying, "Why did you give this up?" Well, I would never trade with the Rays. I mean, the, uh, the, you see the quote, the uh, the Paredes quote, because Paredes is raking now for Tampa, and the Tigers traded him before the season mm-hmm. to Tampa. And there, someone got mic'd up in the dugout this past weekend, and it was like, the the the, the Tigers are bleeping stupid. Like like what? Any if the Rays called me for a trade, I would just say no, thank you. I'm I'm sorry. Every single time, My, I actually have been using this quote, and I I'm not kidding. If if the Rays call you and ask to trade for a player in your minor league system, this is what you do. This is what a smart GM would do. You'd say no to the trade. You'd hang up the phone. you call that minor leaguer up to the big leagues, and you extend him for seven years because the <laughs> Rays know something you do not. Yeah, a couple of years ago, uh, there was a Phillies-Rays trade for like Christopher Sanchez, like a spot starter for the Phillies. Mead, Christopher Mead went back a prospect. He's top mm-hmm. 100 prospect now. He's going to be up in, in half a season helping helping the Rays win. He's, it, they do this all the time. They just they know the best at it. They're, they are. Speaking of, let's go to the Cy Youngs. AL is interesting. It's not a slam dunk. I would vote for McClanahan right now so from I. Tampa Bay. All right, so we're on the same page again. I would. I McClanahan know. has been so good. And you know how good you have to be as a pitcher to lead the Cy Young Futures while playing for the Tampa Bay Rays, a team that literally wins 95-plus games every year, but is a team that we all forget exists. I don't know how they slip under the radar. It's because they're not flashy. It's because they play in that dump of a stadium. It's basically a minor league hockey stadium that has a baseball diamond in it. Uh, it, It's brutal. But, yeah, Shane McClanahan, what this guy is doing, left-handed pitcher, just dominating everybody. When he goes toe-to-toe, you can still get this guy amazingly. I don't know how. He's like last four outings. I've gotten him with plus money on the money line because he's pitched against the Yankees. He's been pitching against the Mets and he keeps giving me plus money and he keeps getting, making me money. He is the best. Shane McClanahan is right now your N, uh, your AL Cy Young Award winner. His, I mean, he's having a ridiculous season. I feel like people aren't talking enough about it. 1.74 year A, most strikeouts exactly. in the AL, whip of 0.81, only 5.8 hits per nine, uh, seven to one strikeout to walk. He'd be my vote as well. So we're on the same page there. Obviously, Sandy has to be the National League Cy Young Award winner. Has yes, to but I'd like to make an argument for a runner-up. I, I mean, Tony? It's, it, it, Tony Gonsolin? Tony Gonsolin. How is no one talking about Tony Gonsolin? The guy's got a one what, four ERA, and he has really stepped up for that Dodgers team who needed somebody to step up when Kershaw got hurt. Bueller got hurt and uh, Bowers out probably for the rest of his career at this point. Um, what Tony Gonsolin has done for the Dodgers this season. I mean, he's undefeated a one, four ER, just unbelievable, but unbelievably about on top of that, Sandy Alcantara has been that much better. All right. We talked earlier about long shots, right? Scherzer, DeGrom, those guys, Miles Mikolas. I know wins and losses, Cody, it doesn't matter like it used to, right? We've mm-hmm. moved past that to evaluate pitchers. Let's just play it out though. If Tony Gonsolin goes 20-0 and 0 for the Dodgers with an ERA under two, could he win the Cy Young on 20-0? and 0? Like, Will that just pop? I mean, he's undefeated. It's crazy. We're halfway through the season. I know he plays for the best team, so that's a big reason why. But I just wonder if his record, like if it will be like what's old is new again, it'll come back. Like, this guy's 20-0. and 0. How are we not giving him the Cy Young? It's almost like, remember when Miggy won the MVP? 
he shouldn't have won the MVP that season, but he won the triple crown. So how can you not give him the MVP? Uh, Who was the MVP that year? Mike Trout, without question. Um, But he didn't win the triple crown. So how do you not reward the triple crown? Just like you say, if he gets 20 and 0, how do you not reward that? You don't see it anymore. Anytime you see something that just doesn't exist in baseball anymore, that's why Shohei Otani is just not real because this doesn't exist. It doesn't. No, I, I think he's interesting just because of that. All right. I, I think the as we look forward to these these awards, I think we're on the same page again. Julio Rodriguez is your American League Rookie of the Year. I think yes. by a lot. Yeah. Okay, so or the, or or Adley Rushman. Yeah, you're not that. You're not telling the truth there because you would not. No, I'm not. Adley that Rushman. was a complete lie. But he is the eighth best power hitter in Major League Baseball according to MLB Power Rankings. MLB Power Hitter Rankings or whatever that is. Yeah, ahead of Kyle Schwarber. <laughs> okay, here's one I think we could actually. I, I don't know if there's a right answer on this. The other ones it feels pretty clear cut right now. NL Rookie of the Year. If you gave me a ballot each day this week, I might have a different answer for you. Um, Michael Harris is now pulled ahead to be the favorite for the Braves, the rookie outfielder. O'Neal Cruz four to one. See it, Spencer Strider five to one. Seiya Suzuki, who Cody was an odds-on favorite, is is around late April, early May, off to his great start. He got hurt. Mm-hmm. Everyone forgot about him. He's come back two home runs in two days, including an inside the Parker off of Josh Hader. If you ask me right now to vote, I would vote for Spencer Strider, the Braves yeah. rookie pitcher. That's a good. How call. about you? If I were to vote right now, I would have voted for Mackenzie Gore. But Strider would have also been right there, probably my second pick. I mean, they're neck to neck. Both of these guys have been phenomenal for their teams. Uh, I'm I'm looking at it. Both these guys have stepped up where other members of their team didn't at the time, especially. But Mackenzie Gore, I mean, I really thought was pitching like the ace of the Padres for a good amount of this season. Uh, he's where I'm, I'm just kind of leaning there. But I will say this. You just brought up Seiya Suzuki. He's going to be a very interesting name to follow for the rest of this season. Um, if he goes and plays pretty well like he's capable, I think, uh, keep in mind, he's the only guy that's walked into this season as a rookie that's already a ready superstar. Mm-hmm. You're right. He came in as a – it's almost like when Hideki Matsui came over from Japan. Like, he was a pro mm-hmm. already. He was a star already. He just had to kind of keep doing it. Suzuki could still win the award. He's 12 mm-hmm. – I've seen him at 12-1. to 1. I mean, he was great before he got hurt. Then he got hurt and he came back. And now two home runs in two days. He could certainly win. But this – this might be the most wide open of all the markets. I don't know who's going to win. Me neither. It's it really throw throw a rock. I mean, O'Neill Cruz being at the top of the list is very flashy and very, you know, he's the sexy pick right now. But as time goes forward, Michael Harris is the one that I'm really watching. I know O'Neill Cruz is going to be a superstar and everything he's doing is incredible. In fact, another unicorn in baseball, you know, we talked about the other guys that just don't exist. There is no one like O'Neill Cruz, but Michael Harris so far, it looks like a superstar, like doesn't need seasoning. He's a star already. I'm I'm just excited to see where this goes. Yeah, it's also interesting that there's two Braves near the top, Strider and Harris, two Pirates. How about Jack Sawinski? We, we haven't brought his name up. He's got 14 home runs, only played 62 games. That's not a bad point. You know who's another guy I really like? And Christopher Christopher Morrell is not getting a whole lot of talk either the over Cubs, the yeah. Chicago Cubs. He's been great. Alec Thomas with the Arizona Diamondbacks has been phenomenal. He has. You can find him at 31. It's interesting. A lot of these guys are concentrating the same team. Two Braves, two Cubs, uh, two Pirates. They're all two Cardinals, Donovan and, and Nolan Gorman. So a lot of the rookies on the same teams. Those are how we would vote for it. You know, if the season ended right now, we got a half a season to go. We'll keep uh, looking in every single day and 
pay attention to where these odds go. Coming up next, the other side, we'll dive into the NBA. Free agency continues to roll on. The Kevin Durant sweepstakes does not have an end yet. Where is it going to go? What are the odds on Kevin Durant's next team? That's next right here on the BetQL Network. You're listening to BetQL Daily, presented by BetMGM, with Joe Ostrowski, Joe Giglio, and Aaron Hawksworth from BetQL.